0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Post Mother podcast. I am Austin Williams, and I am joined by my co-host, Brandon Dyer. How are you doing today? Uh, Ready for another weekend of college football. Yeah, it's been super exciting the past two weeks, and it's been two weeks since we've talked about it. A lot has gone on since then, a lot of changes inside the top, you know, college football playoff selection. So we're going to get into it. The Student spin podcast is sister media to the Six Mile Post newspaper at Georgia Highlands College in Rome, Georgia. The views in this podcast do not represent those of the Six Mile Post or Georgia Highlands College. Today's Post Buzzard episode is brought to you by your very own GHC Student Support Services. In case you weren't already aware, they provide free academic career and personal counseling. All right, Brandon, it's been about two weeks since we talked about some college football. You know, only really big takeaways last week, uh, you know, Purdue lost or Purdue beat Michigan State, big uh, upset right there. Uh, they beat number three team in the country, 40 to 29. And, you know, this upcoming week, they played Ohio State. Ohio State beat them 59-31. Um, Alabama had a close game with LSU last week as well, fourteen. You know, there's plenty of ways people can look at this, and people have big speculations on who should be in who should be out. It's, it's a mess, but that's why college football is amazing because, you know, opinions just fly everywhere.
1: Oh, yeah, I think my biggest takeaway now has been Alabama. It's not the Alabama that we've become accustomed to seeing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Alabama usually great defense, perfect running game and, you know, complimentary passing game, complimentary on both sides of the ball. But it just hasn't been a team that has set us up apart from the rest of the SEC because Georgia, you know, people say they're the um, – in they they are the best team in the country, I would say. Their offense is not – scary to me at all their offense seems it seems okay it's it's a good offense but it's not great it's nothing near like ohio city or even like an oklahoma offense you know they had multiple three and outs tennessee volunteer defense brought them to three and outs multiple times when they played them so and yeah Georgia does have the best defense in the country they are they're the best team but um they don't scare me yeah it's it's a weird year it's so many ways you can take these teams and just put them on a pedestal and put them where it's like hey they're not as good as people say they are. So it's a it's a great year for who's this and who's that and whatnot. But yeah, I'm a, it's been a it's been a crazy year so far. Who are your four teams going into
1: the playoffs right now? As of this weekend, as of the current state right now.
0: Sure, you can be well, you know like how you see it right now and how you think it's gonna be at the
1: end of the year. I think that right now it's definitely Georgia at number one. I don't think that's disputable at all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Ohio State at two, just because I know that they have that loss to Oregon, but they're the most complete team that I've seen this whole season on both sides of the ball. And it's going to sound really weird, but I'm putting Oregon behind them. Mm -hmm. And I know Oregon has the head to head win over them, but I think Ohio State's gotten significantly better since that game. While Oregon's just kind of backtracked a little bit, they had that struggle with. UCLA to where they barely beat them they haven't looked too too impressive especially with a Pac-12 schedule but I still do think they're good enough to be in that top four Mm -hmm. and do you who do you have going into that number four spot for you Michigan State just because Kenneth Walker is the best running back in the whole college football landscape right now and I I don't trust Cincinnati or Notre Dame enough to put them there. No Alabama, huh? I'm not sold on Alabama yet. Alabama's got to show me that they're really good, and they've struggled against Florida. They struggled against LSU, and both of them have just been absolutely awful this season.
0: It is true. Florida just had a
1: shootout with the major
0: powerhouse, Samford, over there, 70-56. to (laughs) Wow, little, literal basketball score right there. But, um, yeah, I'm guessing that was your power ranking. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, Georgia, obviously, number one, the best defense in the country, a good offense with a defense like that can hold you, you hold opposition to under 13 points every single game. And when they went by 14, more than 14 points every single game, that's a scary team to go up against. For number two, I'm going to have to agree. I think it's power for power rankings. I'm gonna have to say Ohio State because their defense is suspect, but their offense can just run away from anybody. And I think the team that could take on Georgia the most is Ohio State. I feel like it's just fair. I think everybody knows they have the best offense in the country, but their defense is very suspect at times. You know, they allowed 31 points to Purdue. Purdue is a good team. They're 19th ranked in the country, coming in with a lot of steam, beating two top three teams, but Ohio State when I was watching that game allowed more yards and more points than it should have like 400 yards passing, four touchdowns. Now, to be fair, I think it was more to do with coaching because they were playing high zone, like prevent defense because of David Bell and trying to, you know, take away their passing game. But um, still coming into November. They should be able to control teams like that. But number three, uh, Oregon, because they deserve to be there and because their body of work I just think Ohio State's better than Oregon at this point. They've gotten better, and that's not me being a homer. That's just, you know, most people would say I think that Ohio State's better than Oregon, but I, w- I do think they're going to play when the playoff time comes. If Ohio State wins out, they're probably going to play each other again. And number four, I'm going to put Cincinnati um, just because I think they deserve to be there. They haven't played really tough opponents, but, you know, I think it's time we let in a power five if they go undefeated. And I think we deserve to let in somebody who's not in the power five. If they go undefeated, I think they deserve to be there. And, you know, if Alabama loses, Oklahoma lost this weekend. All these teams, they're pretty much beating themselves out of the competition. ACC is out. So it makes it easier for Cincinnati to get in. So I do think they've it. And I do think they deserve to get in if they beat everybody out. So, yeah, there's a lot to look at when it comes to these teams. And we got big matchup coming next week. Pretty much the only big one. So Ohio State versus Michigan State, but uh, like you told me earlier, Utah versus Oregon, Utah is projected to win 61% favorites from Vegas, which is really strange. How do you see that coming this weekend?
1: Uh, if Oregon's going to lose, they're going to lose to Utah, mm. and I think Cincinnati wants that to happen, Yeah, because need. once that happens, I don't think Oregon can climb themselves back into that top four. And as you said, the ACC is already out, so that leaves that much more room for Cincinnati to get in. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we're looking at if Oklahoma State or Oklahoma lose again, which they play each other, mm-hmm. the Big Twelve is going to be out of it. So then you look at, well, who's still there? And Cincinnati is going to be sitting there undefeated. Yeah.
0: The thing is, Cincinnati, I understand their fans deserve to be upset, but that's why I don't get too upset about the playoff rankings because midseason, you know, Alabama at number two still doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I get it. They're Alabama. They're dominant. When they when they look good, you know, they look like the best team in the country, but they're human. They're more human than I would say Ohio State is. Because Alabama, you can control them. LSU's shown you that. They can put Alabama to 20 points. Ohio State goes up against LSU. They're dropping 40 on them. And the thing when they played, when they played LSU, LSU's defensive was missing like eight starters. That was like the, there was like the backup defense squad. Yeah. So I just don't get, I mean, I get it because Ohio State lost to Oregon and stuff like that and you can't put them. But again, the committee shown they put Michigan ahead of Michigan State last week when a week before that, Michigan State beat Michigan. So it just doesn't make sense. Like the committee, we wrote an article about this. And I'm pretty sure you agree. So we had to go positive, negative, but I'm pretty sure you agree that it needs to expand. Like, it, Oh, yeah, it needs
1: to expand to at least six. Yeah. I think
0: it needs to be eight or 12. I wouldn't be mad about a 12, but I understand because I want I want regular season to matter because if you allow 12 teams in, then it's just like, you know, because like Alabama's, Ohio State's, Georgia's, those teams, you know, they have more room for error. And you'd see like two or three lost teams in that, in that area and go in. I think the eight to 12 area would be good. You know, these TV and school deals would get more money and everything like that. But it is hard for college
1: kids to play 17 games in a year. I think that it would help, like, produce more quality matchups. Yeah. If you replace one extra week in the season. Yeah. With another round of a playoff game. The thing is, you
0: could incorporate these playoff games, and and instead of getting, like, a venue, like the Peach Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl, the higher seed can play at their stadium. So – a uh, number 5 ohio state can play at eugene playing a number 4 oregon in that playoff game and that w- that would be electric for college football yeah or you know an oklahoma could play at athens and that'd be crazy who wouldn't want to go see that and
1: it's yeah. just needed in college football i feel like if we were to have that top of eight team playoff of right now with how the ap ranks mm-hmm. there'd be some good matchups in there yeah and have your Georgia and Michigan. You'd have Michigan State and Alabama. You'd have Notre Dame and Cincinnati again. And you'd have Oregon, Ohio State. Yeah. And
0: those are really good matchups because, you know, you don't know how things gonna end up like because this year is a like crazy year. And Georgia, honestly, hasn't played that many good teams. The best team they play this year is Tennessee. And that's yeah. not great. <laughs> I'm still not sold on
1: Georgia. I'm not. Tennessee is the best offense they've faced. And I'm sold on Georgia's defense, but their offense I'm still super skeptical about. See, I'm still not sold. I mean, their defense is the best country. But, you know, offense are
0: so advanced right now that you need to score at least 30 to beat teams nowadays. I mean, that's how it was with Purdue last week. And
1: yeah. It's just like – and that's it, – it, it depends on each team because, you know – and just like once they see a really good defense, they're not going to put up 30. Yeah, it's, it's hard to run with a really good defense nowadays. But
0: I, I just think it'd be great to see these higher playoff caliber games and just have more teams in the playoff. I think it'd be awesome for football. But yeah. this year has been really fun to watch. And I don't know if it's because of all the super seniors, the f- fifth and sixth year seniors that we get from the COVID rule. But it's really cool to see how different this year has been because, you know, there's no more hierarchy of Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Like, it's cool to see Cincinnati and Oregon and this, those type of teams in there. And seeing Clemson gone, it's kind of cool. I think we were all tired of Dabo Sweeney.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, all of his, like, nonsense of, like, how high he was on his high horse. It's cool to see him getting humbled a bit. So, yeah, it's cool. I mean, you still have Alabama, but Georgia hasn't been back since like 2018, 2019. Yeah. And Oregon hasn't been there since the very first playoff when they lost to Ohio State in the National Championship. So, yeah, it's really cool to see these teams that haven't been there in a while back in there and the newcomers like Cincinnati. And Cincinnati gets there. But it'll all play itself out because of how things are ranked right now. Oklahoma's gone. I don't think big 12 teams are going to get in. No ACC teams are going to get in. So Cincinnati wins out there and Georgia, Georgia, if Georgia loses. They're going to be in. If Alabama wins out there in Ohio state wins out. I don't know if Georgia, if Alabama beats Georgia, I, I don't know if Ohio state gets in Georgia versus Alabama is a big game.
1: Yeah. It's going to be the game that affects everything.
0: Yeah. But if Cincinnati loses a the game, then it's kind of just set in stone. Big 10 champion. You know, Pat, if the Oregon wins out, they're going to be in. And um, if Alabama wins, it's going to be Georgia, and Alabama's going to be in there. Georgia will probably be the four seed. Alabama will be the one. And then – oh, no, no, no. Georgia will probably be three. Four seed will probably be Cincinnati. Two seed will probably be Oregon. Yeah, it's uh, – there's still a lot of ways this can play out. Yeah, I just – I'm not sold on Georgia completely. They're the best team. They're, they deserve number one, but I'm not sold on their offense – and their defense has not played super high quality offenses. Tennessee is like twenty, mid twenties when it comes to offensive efficiency. And there's like 120 teams to college football, but they don't have a set big win. You can say Kentucky or Arkansas, but look at them now. Arkansas is 25. They don't have a good defense. It's just not what it was. Arkansas never should have been ranked that high. And then
1: Kentucky's completely out of rankings.
0: Yeah. So. Georgia, in my opinion, does not have a like a, you know, a signature win.
1: Maybe Auburn, but even then, that's not right. Auburn, Auburn
0: just like choked out a twenty-four point lead to Mississippi State. So the SEC is not as good as I feel like people say either. So it's a, it's a It's a mix-up.
1: I think this could be the year that the Big Ten overtops
0: the SEC. I do think I do think the Big Ten is the best conference this year. I really do. Nobody expected Michigan State to be this good. Penn State's having a down year, and so is Indiana. But Wisconsin's on the way back up again. I think that's who it's going to be representing the West in the Big Ten championship game. Michigan's number six. Michigan State's number seven. Ohio State's number four. And Iowa's, like, number 20, I think. So it's a really good year for the Big Ten. A Big Ten in SEC it practically had, six, like, six ranked teams in the top 25 for the past like, since, like, the season began. So, yeah, it's it's been a really good year for the Big Ten. And it's been an okay year for the SEC. Big 12, yeah. not really. Big 12 has been not great for a while. ACC is having a garbage year. Sorry, Brandon.
1: Uh, ACC's <laughs> been garbage. Clemson's been our little representative. Yeah. Our little saving grace that's made the ACC in there.
0: Yeah, but once Trevor went away, it kind of flopped after that. So I guess we'll go back into our top four. I I think at the end of the year, Georgia one, Oregon two, Ohio State three, and Cincinnati four. I think that's how it's going to go at the end of the year. And those are the top four teams I'm picking. How do you think it's going to end at the end
1: of the year? End of the year, I think one's going to be Ohio State. Oh, wow. Two's going to be Alabama. I think three is going to be Oregon, and I think four is going to be Georgia. So
0: you have Alabama. It's going to be Georgia. You have Alabama beating Georgia. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you're not you're not sold on you're not sold on
1: Georgia. It might be the Georgia Tech in me, but ah, there you go. I just don't think I don't think I've been so unsold on a number one team in a while.
0: I think I think they deserve to be number one because their defense, but their offense definitely they have so many starters out and they will get healthy, maybe eventually. But it's just, man, I just I don't know. Their offense is just so meh.
1: And they need to come up with what they're going to do at quarterback.
0: Well, Stetson, the mailman, obviously, Bennett, he's been doing good for them, but P- Georgia fans don't seem really happy with him. Like, Twitter and Instagram comments are, like, they hate – they don't hate them, but they're definitely not happy with them. But, like, that's what you get with a walk-on. And Kirby's kind of sold on Stetson at this point. It feels like – I don't watch a lot of UGA games, but, yeah, from what I've seen on Twitter and everything like that, Stetson kind of has the job in hand because he's carrying the momentum of that team. You know, but they – That's
1: weird because a lot of fans like JT Daniels over Stetson.
0: Yeah, well, J.C. Daniels is a five-star, you know, really good product, but he's getting hurt. He, he had some abdominal injury. He hasn't been out since. I don't understand. I mean, I get it because, you know, momentum carries, but, geez, just like it might be – you never know because, you know, Tua came in, <laughs> the National Championship game, beat Georgia in the National Championship. So maybe he'll come out in the when, the, when he's needed. Then um, I guess we'll see. I don't know, but uh, Stetson's the one carrying the bag. But Georgia's Georgia's uh, strengths are the running game in that defense, you know, Cook back there and four other five stars they got back there. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But we also have some big games coming up this weekend. Uh, I forgot to talk about Michigan State and Ohio State. Michigan State coming off a win against Maryland 41 to 20. Ohio State coming off of a win against Purdue. So that's gonna be that's the main headline game. So that's why we're talking about it. I think Ohio State's going to win, not just a Homer, but I think most people say that Ohio State is going to win. Michigan State's secondary is not good; uh, that's been their main concern the whole time. Ohio State's defensive front is okay; they're pretty good. That's probably the best thing about them. Their secondary is getting good too. We have a good, we have a great freshman cornerback. He's been playing good. Cameron Brown's a really good cornerback too. But um, our defensive line is okay. I think Kenneth Walker will probably have a pretty good day. He'll probably get like upwards of 120 yards. 150 yards probably like two touchdowns. He'll he'll get his because he's a great running back. And um but I think our offense is just too powerful. Michigan State does not have the best defensive unit, but um I'm going to probably say I'm going to give 45-24. That's what I got. Ohio State it's just too much. I don't know if you know too much about it, but um if you want to give a score prediction you can.
1: I'm going to say Ohio State 38 Michigan State, 27. Ooh, close game. I'll give him a little bit more.
0: Won't be be good for my anxiety, but we'll see how it (laughs) goes. Well, we will talk to you guys next week, and we appreciate you listening in to us. And uh, that's enough for Brandon and I, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.